What is up, everybody? This is Marshall from Limited Resources, and you are listening to Seven Land Hand. It's Seven Land Hand! Brought to you by Good Games Cannington and Rocky Commander! But before you cast aside your underwear and risk rashes in places you only show to your boss when quitting, we're talking Commander, not Commando. Yes, that magic variant that is much like jokes told at a mutant giant fencing tournament. Oversized foils and no card is the same. I was always told that life begins at 40, and in Commander, it's never been truer. To explain the difference between the do's and the durs, this is Seven Land Hand. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that voice? In the pod today, underwear firmly attached, I have... It's the legendary Lyle Anwar. Hello, everyone. Hello. And premiering tonight, it's not Paul Kite, as advertised. <laughs> he got called away on other things. It's the mercurial Matt McHale. Hey. Slidden like Quicksilver. I'm, I'm feeling... Very nervous sitting in this magical chair. I'm not usually in... Actually, it's the same chair I usually sit in. But yeah. It feels different, though. It feels different yeah. in this uh, yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, we put pins in it before you sat down. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to get schooled on Commander today. Uh, yeah. But before we get to that, uh, what's been happening in uh, the geek geek lives that we live? Well, a couple of things. Yeah. Naga Demon's about halfway through, so as everyone remembers, that's the uh, yeah. National <laughs> Game Design, yeah, Board yeah. Game Design Month. How's your progress with your design? Uh, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> Stalled somewhat, but yeah. that, that's because of school reports. Are we still in that year of you playing a game every day or something like that for a year? I hope not. Is that the same I, year? No, I cast that aside. Yeah. Man, that was such uh, a good goal. He just... Yeah. Over- it was. Like, I am too high. Like, uh... Like, you did. Like, uh, is Icarus, really? Yeah. Um, came in flames. Yeah, I haven't, the- haven't done too much geekiness in the last week but there's a couple of things coming up which i think might qualify all right go. this saturday right is, uh national play board games at the library day all oh, right okay is that a thing yeah, yeah. yeah well <laughs> right. apparently cool. it is yeah, yeah. yeah and um oh so you know. oh that's me not turning my phone off. <laughs> not not, in this, not anything about See, what you I just thought said. Maybe we might come under fire there. Yeah, yeah. I hope that comes through. That's yeah. good. Maybe maybe nothing happens. Sorry, maybe. listener. What were you saying, Matt? But um, yeah, so national. Yeah, play board games at the library this weekend, and then coming up is uh, game uh, games day games fest, Perth games fest. Oh which yeah, is uh, the following on the twenty eighth and. Uh, yeah, Aaron's going. To both? Aaron's going. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm going to both. And, Aaron uh, Graham of yeah. Aaron Graham well, Premonitions. Planning on going. Yeah, and mm. uh, yeah, to check it out. It's a chance to meet some local designers and meet some uh, yeah other gamers. I okay. think I think the last time I played a game in a library was in primary school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I can revisit. Well, yeah. I plan on taking the kids with me, so I'll take oh, yeah. uh, coconuts and. Um, Maybe Duck Duck Safari. Is that, the na- is that the name of your children or the games? <laughs> no, well, yeah, both of them. One's called Coco, the other one's called Nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last, right. time, I played a game li- last time I played a game in the library, uh, the girls in my class were not happy and probably took myself out of a girlfriend for many years. But oh. anyway, uh, tomorrow is Star Wars Battlefront Day. Ooh. Did you know about this? Yeah, uh, yeah. Justin uh, chucked a, chuck a just stink over uh, Fallout 4 when that came out and having to come in and help us out with some yeah, board game terrible. and stuff. Yeah, but that's why we're podding tonight, because Star Wars Battlefront tomorrow. Are any of you in on that? That really not, dates the episode. Not with my 360. <laughs> yeah. Not with your 360. Not with my 360, no. courtesy of Riley. No. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Riley sold him an old machine before he left the country. He got you. Uh, no, I can't complain. No. No. I've, been, you know, I've been playing the, the crap out of Fallout 3, so... 
Pull out three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't get him started like I won't. <laughs> yeah. That's what, right. Quickly, what have you been up to? Oh, uh, not much. <laughs> okay. No, I'm the, the, only, the only geeky thing I'm doing is building a computer again. But I don't, like, a new computer. But I don't really, like, play many computer games anymore, so that's going to be awkward. Yeah, oh, it doesn't have to be computer games. We're talking about anything geeky. I guess so, you know, like, yeah. th- like this week, I've been playing uh, Mysterium a lot uh, with oh, the yeah? kids. I managed to run a game of Mysterium oh, using the uh, web-based uh, music that they give you if you scan in the scan code. And I played it with a 5-year-old and a 10-year-old and a 30... <laughs> 40-year-old. <laughs> got to be tactful. Did it work out? <laughs> and it worked for everyone. Oh, good. Dicks at Cluedo. Yeah, you always need games like that. It is. Yeah. The whole family. So yeah. it works. Justin, he's got his doubts about it. Maybe we'll get back to this in a pod Maybe. down the track, but um, Dead of Winter coming up next, right? So, yeah. Um, That'll be good. Uh, I've, I've got a little bit of news for you, which yeah. I'm going to break. Okay. We our, uh, might have a little surprise coming our way from the Invictus Stream. Oh, okay. Which is Ooh. the uh, gaming RPG podcast on YouTube. Name dropping, yeah. Uh, web friends, so they might have something, uh, something for us oh, coming right. along the road. Cool, which would be good. It'd be, awkward, it'd be awkward if they don't, though. I know. <laughs> if, if <laughs> learned, oh no, I'm in discussions. Oh, if yeah. we <laughs> anything from this week, Paul Kite, it's not to announce anything before it actually happens. So maybe without further ado, let's get into this. Uh, pull uh, information out of Lyle's head. Oh God, fast. Command me. All right, <laughs> come on. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Good blob, yeah. I liked you on the guitar there. Thanks, that man. Was that was all me. Uh, so, what is Commander? What do we start at? You know, what's the uh, what's the general format the here? What's the gist of all Commander? Right. Commander is a mostly casual format, and it's easily the most diverse format in Magic, right. in my opinion. Of course, you can hear my bias coming through, but you know, <laughs> already, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. Um, you have a instead of your normal sixty card deck. You have a hundred cards in your deck, and no two of those cards can be the same except for basic lands. And so no playsets, wow. nothing like that. Yeah, no playsets. Every card is unique except for your basics, basic lands. Yeah. And one of your cards. Do you have, to have basic lands? You kind of uh, you fancy can, lands. You cannot have basic lands if you want. Oh. But it might be a little difficult. Why is that? So, well, you just have to buy all the lands, don't you? All okay. The old right. lands, all the tap yeah, yeah. lands, all this stuff. So you're saying that um, none of the cards, not not. Not one of them matches another. Not even a single one that's, that's matches another one. That's, that's not a good point. Yes, right. it is. 100, 100 cards. That's got so me intrigued already. Yeah, because, it's, uh, so it's extremely high variance. Yeah. Um, is it always two-player? No, it's not always two-player. Yeah. Actually, it's more. usually it's more geared towards multiplayer. So yeah. you can have like three or four or five or six people all playing the same game and interacting with each other. I'm not a big fan of politics and magic, but if you are, then it's a really good format for you. Why is that? What's, what does that mean? Oh, sorry. So, so politics, <laughs> politics is like, in, in terms of commanders and <laughs> be right wing. Some, somewhat <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, like, you can be like, oh, don't attack me with your guys because I'm going to destroy sure. his creature. or like, yeah, if yeah. You, yeah, making deals around the table. Yeah. So I can counter like, his spell So it's a multiplayer game. It's not, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah all it independent. It sounds like diplomacy. Oh, don't get us started on that. <laughs> that was, Long way down. That was hard. So life totals, stuff Life's, like that. Yep, starts on 40 yeah. instead of 20. I didn't actually mention what the commander is yet, I don't think. No, you didn't. No, yeah, I didn't get not. into that. Because so, that, that influences what your 100 cards are as yes, well. Yes, it does. So one of your 100 cards is um, called your commander, and it is a legendary creature, and it governs what colors you can use in your deck. Mm. And it will use what's called a color identity, 
which is um, the actual colors of mana in its mana cost, any colored mana symbols that it has in its text box, yeah. and any, any color that it says that it is. So, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, so sometimes cards are like, this card is red, even though it's not a red card. And that counts towards its color identity. Okay. Yeah. And so then the, uh, the hundred cards that you choose from can only have the same color identity as that. Yes. Even if they reference a card like uh, a card is, you know, say, uh, um, like what, two, two islands and two colorless yeah. or something. And then in the text, it's like uh, it says if you've got planes in your hand, you can do X, Y, and Z. Well, you, you could play that card. If, yeah. you, if your commander <laughs> has blue and white. Oh, no, it. you could play that card anyway. Can you? Because um, you can still you can still have the words of colors and the words of lands. Oh, but, but it's, it's when the colors themselves appear. When so the if logo you were, appears. Yeah. So right. if you had a white card that said like red as an activated ability, do one damage to a thing. You couldn't yeah. run that in a deck yeah. that doesn't have red and That's white. That's what I was driving right. at. Yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. Right. The, the archetypes that you see in in yeah. the standard format and in um, in modern. Now, are they the same popular archetypes in Commander? Is it they're in the four? Well, somewhat, because you can use any legendary creature from the entire history of magic, the, the, um, the archetypes get quite diverse. There's, yeah. a, there's a couple of ones that reoccur a lot. There's a lot of like reanimation ones, yeah. which is where you just put cards in. We have um, one of the new commander decks is like that, mm-hmm. where you put cards in your graveyard and then you like bring back all your massive creatures and you kill them with that. There's like, After 20 um, odd years, there's definitely good cards in all yes, colors, right? <laughs> there is. There definitely is. Yeah, so there are, believe it or not, there are, there are good cards that are not blue. Yeah, really? Yeah. Good job Aaron isn't here to hear that. <laughs> Commander is the one format to find them in. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, I'm just kidding, but you know, still. <laughs> there, um, an interesting thing about the archetypes is that cards that are traditionally pretty good sometimes aren't really good at all. Okay. So like a card yeah, like right. Siege Rhino, yeah. which is like, it's, it's good in modern, it's insane in standard. Yeah. It doesn't really do anything in Commander. Is it because you need the, in like in standard, you've got that regularity that there's four in them and you can play them and then back it up with another one and another it's, one. It's partly that. It's in also this, you get one crack with it. Yeah. It's also that you want your cards to have more lasting effects and you want them to generally have bigger effects yeah. or help help you synergistically in what your deck's trying to do. So what's this what's this whole commander deal about? So you've identified one card as your yes. commander that doesn't just influence what your deck choices are, it has another purpose as well, right? Um, instead of being in your deck, the commander sits in what's called the command zone, which was a zone created for this format. Similar to the graveyard and the Similar. And library and the battlefield. Yes. It's just, just a different... It's a place where things can be. An imaginary square on the yes, table. Yes, exactly. Is right. it an attackable zone? Like No, that, you no? cannot touch it at all with anything, ever. You can, for you any can't, reason. Really? You no. can't attack the commander? So emblem, emblems go there as well, actually. Oh, okay. That's a bit of magic trivia for Oh, I've got a little bit of, um, right. of a yep. commander myth then. I thought that you, you know, it was so much to cost the, cast the commander at first, and then if he died, he goes back in your deck, and you can bring him back again for... Mana cost plus something. Is that was, all rubbish? I was getting there. You, oh, okay. You can't, you can't like, do anything to cards in that zone. Right. But in this format, you can cast your commander anytime you could cast them normally for right. their mana cost. Yeah. And every time they die or um, get put into your hand or shuffled into your library or move anywhere else, By you can choose... effect or something. Yeah. yeah. You can choose to put them back in the command zone, and every time you cast it from the command zone, it costs you an extra two. So there's a tax to pay every time you want to play your commander. Okay. So do, um, 
do planeswalkers exist in the commander? Because I'm looking through the deck list of the ones we have here, and I don't see any de- any um, any planeswalkers. None of planeswalkers come in the um, pre-built ones that were pre-built ones that were just released. Right. Yeah. Um, the ones last year, I believe it was last year, the monocolored ones. Yes, they came with special commanders that were planeswalkers. Oh, okay. But they had they had text at the bottom that said that it could be your commander. So it's some it's just right. a card you can include in your deck. Yeah, you, you can definitely in. put um, planeswalkers in your deck. Yeah. But yeah, you can't have them as a commander. It's only legendary creatures. Not. Now, I was reading during the week that the the massive cards, the ones that look like they're from an, an old age retirement oh, yeah. home, for you know difficulty with reading small print. <laughs> yeah, I thought that the magic was suddenly becoming um, universally designed for everybody to be able to <laughs> yeah. enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, now you they're not legal, but you've got to have a card that's the same as those in your deck, yeah. is that right? Yeah. So why do these packs only have ninety nine cards in them then? Well they have a hundred. Do they? Yes. Where's the little ones of those? The then? little ones of these are inside this, the deck. Oh box. they're there. Yeah. Oh okay. so if you want to you can you can put the massive cards on the table when you play your commander. Oh, I wouldn't this rec- sounds like you wouldn't do it. I would I would not recommend it. Is this why? Does this make you look like a newbie? It does, and Aww. it makes you makes you a massive target. Why is that? Because they're like they're enormous and they're all foil. Yeah. So like you just put this giant shiny card on the table and people your like beach towel down. people are like I'm going for him. <laughs> they don't well, like it. Hey, there's a pro tip: new players, man. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. we've got to do. Yeah. Show them that the you have it, but don't use it. Okay. Make yeah. sure you get a, a, an appropriate beach towel. You can actually <laughs> buy sleeves for these massive cards. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you can. Man, I don't no, know. Why. Hopefully, you buy them singly. No, you have to buy them in a pack. <laughs> All right. So earlier on, you were talking about the diversity of the format yes. and the, the strength of it in general. What is this, what, what's going to make you play Commander over all the other variants? Well, that's the interesting. People, people go crazy about it. Don't yeah, they, they do. Like, and that's the, in, that's the interesting wild. thing about it's not just diversity in the cards. Or like they just because you get to use cards from the history of Magic, you get to use a lot of the cards that are on the Legacy ban list. Okay, which is is which is exciting. Yeah, but the meta game that is what other people are playing in the format is pretty much entirely based on what your friends are playing and what your playgroup is sure, doing. Yeah, because you have to come up with answers for yeah the so the so hundred cards the, that they've chosen out, the million yeah. cards that are out there. Exactly. Yeah. So you have you have a deck constructed, and they have a deck constructed, and the only environment in which your deck needs to flourish is against your friends. Sure. So there are there are people who like I put a lot of money into Commander. Yeah. So I have like decent decks, mm. and pretty good decks. But some people um, some people try to keep it a little bit cheaper, and you can you can make viable cheap decks. To play against people who are like have a similar mindset about someone it. Someone not a million miles away from you trying to make a cheap modern deck at the moment. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe this would be a, well, a less know, competitive but better format for that. You know what's funny is, is I found... I, I came to some of the modern format through Limited, obviously. Um, yes. And I, and I really enjoy Limited Drafting and I really enjoy Limited Sealed. Yeah. Uh, I, I stay completely away from Standard just because it's... I don't know. I found it too. I think it's imposing. Yeah, um, and and you have ha- ha- really steep, isn't it? Because you've got yeah. to learn those cards immediately and yeah, ins and outs of them and what you've current. gone up against. You have to stay yeah. up with the with whatever's coming out. Yeah. Whereas modern, you know, it draws from pretty much the history of of Magic. Yeah. And as it sounds the, like Commander does as well. The modern um, era. The modern era, yeah. But we, does that mean Commander goes? Right back to the early editions yes, as well? Yes, like right back. Yeah. All the way back. Yeah. So is, are there any restrictions then? Are there any cards that you won't find 
be able to find in a commander deck. Um, there and I, I don't necessarily mean bandless. You mean band cards? Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, anything that you wouldn't. Well, that that also plays into the meta game because. Some people like to make their decks like purely thematic, like they build them sure, completely yeah. on the flavor. Yeah. So you'll see like really horrid cards. You'll see really <laughs> old, like just some goat, yeah. some goat card that you've never even seen before that does absolutely nothing when it enters play. <laughs> but it goes with the goat deck. Yeah, it just goes in the deck. <laughs> it's and a that's, farmyard deck. Yeah, and that's the, that's the cool thing is that yeah. it can, this format ranges from everywhere from stupid fun to ultra competitive. Yeah, so you got to know where the bar is before you come and sit down and play a with lot your of farmyard the time. deck against like, someone's I'm going to kill your deck. That's true. Yeah. And um, like me, for instance, I... I usually have like three or four commanders and they're sort like they're at different power levels in a way. Okay. So if someone's got their really competitive deck, I'll bring out my like disgusting one. Or if someone's just got their fun deck, I'll just bring out my deck that does (laughs) stupid things for fun. And you see how they face off against each other. Yep. All right, cool. So since we're talking about your decks, let's just jump ahead to what decks are you playing at the moment or what are those what, what, what's the stupid deck? I think everyone wants oh, to hear that. Oh, the stupid deck. Yeah. Um, a really good one is uh, Fettelgriff, which is a flying pink elephant. Okay. Oh, hippo, sorry. Yeah. And it's based on the joke that I don't remember who he is, but someone said that there'd never be a flying pink um, hippo in Magic, so obviously so someone designed one. It, yeah. yeah. You don't actually use them for anything, but you do what's called a, um, a group hug deck. And this is, <laughs> this is an archetype, is group hug. Yeah. And you... You play cards that benefit, like, benefit everybody, not necessarily yourself. So, like, you'll play a card that says everyone draws two cards, or okay. you'll play a card, one of my favorites is Tempting Worm, which is one and a green for a 5-5 five, five worm, which is pretty good with Trample, yeah. I think. And then when it enters the battlefield, everyone can put pretty much anything from their hands into play for free. <laughs> right. So Where are th- these cards from? This one is from... Uh, it's not. It's not the unhinged it, stuff, is it? No, They're no. This is a real. This is a real card. Yeah. That it benefits everybody else. Yeah. Oh, what's, what were they thinking when they did brought that? Out I don't know. There's just. But that's it. There's so many. It's just, not even a skill test. There's so it? many cards in Magic's history that you can just look over so easily. Yeah. But in Commander, sometimes they just become all stars. They yeah, make an appearance. Really everyone. Like I have Divine Intervention in that deck, right. which is the only card in Magic that mentions that you can have a draw. Have a what? A draw. A draw. A draw. So it starts like, with counters, and you put counters on it, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And when you get to a certain point, then the game is a draw. Oh, it's a draw. I thought you meant like you can draw a card. No. Okay. That would, that would be even, good. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sorry, better than drawing useful. the game. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're going to tell us your tough, the, the tough deck you've got? Commander uh, deck? What's I the have, one? I have a couple, actually. Yeah. We'll just pick one. Pick one. Go for it. Uh, my favorite one, which isn't necessarily my most powerful one, is Joyra of the Gitu. She's a um, blue-red commander. Yeah. And she costs three mana f- um, for a 2-2. Two, two. She was out recently, wasn't she? Was she in Modern no. Masters 2015? Um, she was released in the first the Modern Masters. One? I yeah. don't think in the second one. Right. She was definitely in one of them. That's for yeah. sure. She had a red bob. <laughs> she did. Yeah. I she I was adorable. Her. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So what's she do? What's she so, get up to? Um, she has an ability where you can pay two mana and suspend a card in your hand for four. Suspend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Suspend. Do we know what suspend is? No. I can't. Okay, that's good suspend. because so basically that's where you can oh, delay go. paying 
it's mana cost yes. so that oh, you can man, bring it into play. Hey, so you go. can bring it into play on a subsequent turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without right. paying the mana cost. So you remove it from the game and you put some an amount of time counters. With Jora, you put four on it every time. Okay. And then at the start of your turn, you remove a counter. When all the counters are gone, you may cast it for free. Ah, okay. So see, when your big cards coming out early, yeah. you suspend that for four. So this is this is a, a pretty cool drop. deck where you just put a bunch of really good cards in suspend, yeah. and then you cast a card that like blows up everything. I have yeah. heaps of them in the deck. There's one that just exiles all permanents, and then I discard my hand. Okay, so, well, does that go to the count? Oh, hang on. It, oh, from there, yeah. side of the table as well. Yeah, so the suspend cards, cards yet, no, they? they are in exile, yeah, so they yeah. don't get affected by so just, just destroying all lands and all creatures okay. and all artifacts. I can see where this boom. is going. And yep. then you just sit there looking at each other whilst your time counters come And then off. you're left with like a like a consecrator sphinx or something, which is every time someone else draws a card, you can draw two cards. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. everyone has nothing in play and you just have this guy. <laughs> <laughs> or you have an 8-8 eight, eight, and you just like start killing people sequentially. Yeah. It's really oh. great. I have how fun many, when I play that How many people do you usually line up at a table to play? Commander, <laughs> is it like do you usually play? Because I usually see like just two people playing, right? I really, I really like playing um, just with two people. Yeah, but yeah, usually three or four is a good number. Anything more than six is ridiculous. I used yeah. to do that in uni, and the games would go literally for two hours one time because <laughs> some everyone would build up and someone would destroy all creatures or whatever and then everyone would build up and someone else would destroy all creatures and just yeah. kind of went like that for two hours sounds like a really bad game of risk yeah <laughs> sometimes all right so so after we're going to do um ntg card quiz in a second but um if you and then we're going to get into the uh the new decks that have come out the, yeah. pre, the pre-constructed ones but say you're not going to go for that. How do you get in the commander? What's the best place to start? Do you just pick a card that you think is totally sweet and go from there? Is Pretty that... much. Yeah. If you just look... Um, but it has look... to be a legendary creature. Yeah, it has to be a legendary creature. So yeah. just look for legendary creatures that you're interested in. A lot of them you can look at and you'll get, start getting ideas about what to put in the deck. Yeah. So I, still, I don't know if I've grasped the concept. Do you put it in the command zone so you just can't attack to it, but it can attack out of there? It just behaves like a normal creature? Is that it what can't do any? It can't do anything when it's in the command zone. Oh. You cast it and then it's in play and then it has whatever effects it has. Or okay, whatever. right. So, so that's what you want to look for yeah. for a good commander. And so your commanders are obviously vulnerable when they're in play to removal, but you get all of their sweet effects and things that they have on them. Yeah. Ah, yeah, sure. what, what's the earliest card, Lyle, you've got in one of your decks? The earliest printing of a card. I have an unlimited time twister. Unlimited time twister. So time twister being the set or the... Oh, sorry. Oh, um, the the unlimited was the set. Yeah. And the card is time twister. Um, oh, okay. I think oh, okay. I, I believe that was 1994. Or yeah. 19, but yeah. For, but it was before reason, revised yeah. edition, so yeah. But for reasonably new players, they could build a commander set from like recent time cards. Sure, definitely. Just to get going, right? Um, there's a card called Zada. The Hedron Smasher or something right. that was just in battle for Zendikar. Yeah, yeah. and I've uh, built a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. and I've built a deck around that card that cost me like forty or fifty dollars, something like that. So what? And it's one of my favorite decks that I have. Yeah. What do you, What are your general strategies then? If you're just picking a hundred cards with the same color thing, are you looking for combos between cards because they'd never come around, right? Like in standard, you're exp- you you need to hit those combos, but mm. that's not what you're looking for in Commander, I'd imagine. Not a lot of the time. You can make you can make combo decks. Yeah. You just have the chance to have all of these different synergies and combos with your cards. Yeah. And so different, they come up, they different come up. card names, but do essentially the same thing. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the time, yeah. So 
Um, one of the other ways, for example, in my Jura deck to win is because I, I want to draw a bunch of cards all the time anyway. Yeah. So I have all of these cards that say whenever I draw a card, then I do damage. Or okay. whenever someone else draws a card, they take damage. Yeah. And then it's not necessarily infinite combos, but, you know, you can have a turn where you draw like 28 <laughs> or 32 cards yeah. and you're just like, you're dead, you're dead. Oh, wow. This- That's insane. So you get like really sort of... You just get to do massive, stupid things yeah, in Commander. Exactly. Those yeah. are the words I was looking for, but you've, you've <laughs> nailed it. Massive, stupid things. You know, modern... Um, one of the traits of modern is that it has a very uh, big early game. So if you're not in a position of dominance in the, within the, by yeah. the fourth turn, then you can pretty much kiss the game goodbye. Mm. Is Commander that same sort of vibe, or is it the two-hour games? games. Well, yeah, well, a lot of the time it's quite the opposite. Um, You you do have access to the fastest cards in the format, so you have, like, zero-drop... You have a zero-drop artifact that gives you two mana, or a one mana that gives you two mana, whatever. You can get heaps of mana really, really early, but... Because of the variance in the format, you're unlikely to just get like a first turn kill or whatever. You're yeah. unlikely to establish that much dominance that early in the game. Yeah. So a lot of the games are you. You get a lot of time to build up your mana and build up your creature base or so board people state. Or whatever. proxies, or is that very much a house rule depending on what you yeah, want to do? That's a house rule, like any other. Yeah. It's not a sanctioned format, so. You can have your entire deck proxies if you want. How about we? Yeah. How about we blob now? Take a breath. All right. we'll, um, MTG card quiz, but we'll come back and give you a rundown on the uh, commander decks that have just been released and find out what's good and good and bad in those guys. MTG card quiz, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I actually did come up with alternate lyrics for that intro during the week because I realized that seven land hand would be uh, MTG card quiz. Six, six, seven, seven land hand. Oh. MTG card quiz. Six, seven, land hand. It's a real quiz. Oh, that's yeah. snappy. That's pretty good. Yeah, I know. Thanks, man. Yeah, He's I was working on that. That's nice what I've been work. doing on my week off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's MTG card quiz. Six, seven, Probably the room. most one-sided one ever because it's MTG card quiz commander. And we have yeah. Lyle <laughs> knows everything about commander. Yep. Everything that ever was about commander. And Matt who's finding out all about it today, along with myself. I'm like the Aaron of Commander, whereas whereas Aaron is the Aaron of just magic. (laughs) Yeah, he knows everything about everything ever ever thought of in magic. If if you want to know, just ask him. All right, but as previously advertised off-air, Matt, you might have a chance of jagging quite a lot of these answers. All right? so I'll give it my best. I feel like I'm just going to lose. So if I do lose, then no, it was deliberate. You got to come into. If you're going to be the Aaron Graham of Commander, sorry, you have to come into I ultimate gotta confidence. Up. Yeah, yeah you, you got <laughs> absolute confidence. It's like he's never lost. Yeah, and he might have lost, but I don't think he's ever lost. And he'll tell you uh, he's never lost. No, he he would know. Anyway, we get we get distracted. <laughs> so question one: Play at home. See if you can beat Lyle. Oh God. Um, according to mtgcommander.net. Oh, and that's that's my out clause. <laughs> All right. According to mtgcommander.net, in which U.S. state are David Pfeiffer and Adam Staley credited with developing the Commander format? So, <laughs> in which state? That's Oops. for you, Matt. Name a U.S. state. Uh, for you, Lyle, on mtgcommander.net, <laughs> they talk about David Pfeiffer and Adam Staley developing the Commander format in a particular state. And this is, I read quite widely. So other, unless a lot of people are just quoting this one, <laughs> this one I have site. N- no idea. That's what I want to hear from Lyle. Right. There you go, Matt. There's your in. You've okay. got a, a one in 50. 
Done. Is Los Angeles a state? No, oh, uh, you've got pretty. You're already ahead. <laughs> Lyle's getting a negative for that one already. All right, question two. Commander is also known as EDH yes. or EDH. What do the letters? <laughs> oh, I got like, it. What do the letters EDH stand for, Matt? All right, um, this is. <laughs> uh, you might have a shot at getting this. I've asked this question so many times and forgotten the answer so many times. <laughs> EDH was the yeah, acronym. We're Commander. Yeah, we've got ADH going. Oh, what was that stand for again? Uh, no. Commander is the name that wizards gave to it when they started um, releasing Question products. three. No. So there you go. <laughs> no, that's not. Yeah. Go on. No, it's not that question. All right, here we right. go. Question three Oops. is a uh, sort of a, a, a spot which one's wrong thing. Right? Yeah. Only one of the following was an official Wizards of the Coast Commander 2014 deck release. Oh, God. Which one? So I'm going to give you five titles. Yep, and one of them is real. Uh, yeah, only one of them was an official Commander 2014 deck release. Okay. okay? Which one? All right. Cast from the Earth, Travel Through the Eons, Grim Tidings, Built from Scratch, or Strangled by Vines. One of those is an actual set. The rest of them, garbage. Can we have them from again, please? Figments of a mind magnet. Oh, we don't need them again. Let's just move on. Cast from, <laughs> cast from the earth, travel through the eons, grim tidings, built from scratch, and strangled by vines. So only one of them is an actual set. Gee, they all sound like a, my idea of a good time. Yeah, man. So um, those, are, those are the okay. um, deckless deck releases that I would have made. All right, back to question one. <laughs> this is the spot, the U.S. state. <laughs> According to mtgcommander.net, in which U.S. state are David Pfeiffer and Adam Staley credited with developing the Commander format? What have you got, Lyle? Um, Texas. You went for Texas, which is an actual state. It is an actual so state, you've, yeah. you've I'm excelled well ahead. yourself from the last Vegas or Los Angeles thing. First of all, <laughs> yeah. I wrote drunk. Okay. Okay, and then I, I sense of... I, became more sensible and wrote Utah. Oh, I thought you wrote Denver. Yeah. Oh, it was actually in the far-off wilds of Alaska. I was going to say Alaska wow. is a joke. Hang on, yeah. who's closer? I don't oh, know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm oh, closer. No. Well, we're off to a flying zero-zero. Oh, zero. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone at home that said Alaska. It's fine. All right. Well, over to you for this one, Matt. Right. Commander is also known as EDH. What do the letters EDH stand for? Here comes the acronym. Electro joke. Dance House. Right. Uh, Can we Lyle. accept that? Lyle, what is the correct answer? It's Elder Dragon Highlander. Yeah, brilliant. And why is that? Have you got a story behind that one? Uh, I guess so. And because the first time they uh, made it as a format, um, the commanders that people would use commonly are the Elder Dragons. They're like an old story thing back in Legends with like okay. Nicol Bolas and yes, a bunch right. of the other ones. There's like someone, someone out there yelling at me right now who knows all of the dragons. It's just like, <laughs> oh, you're such an idiot. I saw Nicol Bolas come up in a lot of the yeah. pre-reading. Yeah, believe, believe it or not, listener, I did pre-reading. For <laughs> this, so, uh, yeah, I saw that happen a lot. And the Highlander bit just sounded Because cool. there can only be one. All oh, right. Is, it, is, is that really the reason? Yeah, you have one of, each, one of each yeah. card. Oh, Hi- there can be only one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a bunch of... Actually, there's a bunch of magic formats that have Highlander in the name, and it, okay. just, it just means that all of your cards are singletons and none which, of them are repeated. That was one of those questions I was going to say, was the format was a singleton format. Yes. Yeah. In which case, I go back to the first question, in which case the state they must have been was drunk yeah. to come up with such wicked puns. That's no, Highlander. No higher <laughs> land in... 
the U.S. than Alaska. Uh, That's how you remember that one. Uh, kids, kids playing at home. All right, Lyle inevitably is one up. But here you go. Here's your chance to come back, Matt. One in Only five. Only one right. of the following. Yeah, you've gone from one in 50 to one in five. <laughs> Only one of the following is an official Wizards of the Coast Commander 2014 deck release. Which one? Ed Cast from the Earth, Travel Through the Eons, Grim Tidings, Built from Scratch, and tra- Strangled by Vines. What did you go with, Lyle? I went with Built from Scratch. Built from Scratch. And what have you got, Matt? Travel Through the Eons. Travel Through the Eons. Lyle nails it. He's Gee, won. I remember. It was Built from Scratch. <laughs> it is the mono red deck with the guy as the commander that does the thing. Yeah. Built from yeah. Scratch was the dodgiest sounding one. Uh, what you had was Forged in Stone. That was uh, Peer Through Time, Sworn to Darkness, Built from Scratch, and Guided by Nature yep. with, a, with a real five. Well, well, there you go. Congratulations, Lyle. Thank you. You did You've, well. You were the, you're on the undefeated M, uh, MTG Commander yeah. champion. Well done. I'll have to have so a good. face-to-face with Aaron soon. All right, back <laughs> back after this with uh, the Commander decks that just come out. All right, welcome back. We're well, talking uh, about the new Commander sets that just come out. Uh, we thought what we'd do is we'd start from the top and just go through... Um, through what the, uh, the the commander cards are, and then how each deck plays, and the uh, you know the all star cards that are within there, yeah. and also Lyle's uh, rated these from what is it one's the highest from this number one pick to it can the, be whichever way you want. All right, so uh, his best favorite one to the worst one, <laughs> but that's according to Lyle. So don't get upset if yeah. he picks your favorite as worst. You can still play it <laughs> and smash him with it. I'm heavily biased towards blue. You okay, know well that. there you go. Okay. All right. So what do we got up first, Matt? We've we'll got a call the spirits. Call the spirits, which is um, the uh, white white black. My black archetype, yeah. And Daxos the Returned is the commander, the legendary creature. He's a zombie soldier from Theros, Theros yep. And his text reads, whenever you cast an enchantment spell, you get an experience counter. Uh, what were the experience counters? So experience counters is a brand new mechanic that they made just for this. Yep. And what it is, is if the, if the commander is in play and you meet certain conditions, so with him it's when you cast an enchantment spell, then you get an experience counter, and these are tracked independently, and then you get some bonus, or you get some reduction, or you just get some benefit from having more and more experience counters. Okay, so that leads into his ability, which is yes. for one uh, white and a black, put a white and black spirit enchantment creature token onto the battlefield, and it has this creature's power and toughness are equal to the number of experience counters yep. you have. Yeah, all right. So there you go, that feeds into that, um, that effect. Yep, yeah. and they get pretty large... Right. So, what are the uh, the all stars? So he w- he's a two two in him, in his own right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what, what? did... Yeah. Sorry. Oh, go on. No, I was going to say, what are the all star cards in uh, in that deck? Then call call the spirits. It has quite a few good cards, but this is one of those decks that is hugely based on synergy. So right. there are a lot of enchantment spells. Okay. And he's themed on Theros block, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of enchantment creatures in here as well. Okay, so you're building the Voltron again. You can do that, you know, with your. He's not really a Voltron. He's... No, no, but I mean the other cards in the in the deck of that. No. Not no. especially. Okay. Some of them. I mean, you can, I guess, because okay. there are a lot of the ones that have. Um, Bestow. Yeah, as in, like, I for one enjoyed Theros. Yeah, you know, Theros flash, was awesome. Flash back to that in no yeah. time, you know. So if I can start bestowing yeah. again, that's just my deck. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. It's for you then. Yeah. It has most of. Actually, it comes with most of the good ones already. Okay. One so what I did the, not highlight. Yeah. What? What? What are the? <laughs> you didn't highlight. So what are the no, main picks then? Cards to look out for. 
one of the other new cards in the deck is Karlov of the Ghost Council. That's right. We forgot to mention, actually, yes. there are new cards. Uh, there are, yes. In total, like there 50. are 15 new cards yeah. in each deck. Some yeah. of them are repeated over the colors, but there are a lot of new cards. One of the new cards in particular is called Karlov of the Ghost Council. And he is the most exciting one, in my yeah. opinion. Um, he is a legendary creature for white and a black for a 2-2. Whenever you gain life, put two plus one plus one counters on him. Yeah. And for black and white, remove six plus one plus one counters from him and exile a target creature. Ah, okay. So he just seems cool to build in like a life gain themed yeah, deck. Yeah. But that's not what the main deck is built around. But that is definitely a pretty sweet card that comes with it. Yeah, what yeah. else have we got? There are a lot of enchantments. There's Aura of Silence, which makes your opponent's artifacts and enchantments cost more and yours to cost less. Okay, and which is handy because you said it we're enchantment heavy. Yes, we are very enchantment heavy. Yeah. And there's one really cool card that I don't know if many people know about this. It's called Necromancer's Covenant. Okay. And I'm probably going to get it wrong because I'm doing it off my head. So don't <laughs> so get mad at me. Let's go it's for it. We know you're not Aaron. Okay. <laughs> Six mana. Yeah. Uh, three colorless white, white, black, I think. Right. And when it enters, you exile all of the creatures from someone's graveyard and put that many 2-2 two, two zombies into play. Oh, really? Yeah. And all of your zombies have, uh, have lifelink. Oh, wow. So you just get to make this massive army with this one card yeah, when yeah. you're in as the late game. As long as you've killed plenty of their guys before yeah, you well, get to this, this stage. this stuff right? happens yeah. in Commander. <laughs> He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Matt's Aaron, one Aaron's down. in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in trouble? Aaron's in trouble. Oh, right. Yeah, I only yeah. know... Lyle, Lyle, Lyle nailed it. Yeah, he's, he's nailed the it. difference in... is that I only know bad cards. <laughs> I know. Oh, right. So, <laughs> so that could be a warning that you just oh, yeah. announced this as the card to play. No, it is, it is a really good card in this deck. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of cards that are worth, like, some money, but, you know, we're not really here for that, are we? No, you want to... No, playing, we don't really playing care. Playing for fun. You're playing yeah. for fun when you're playing Commander. Yeah, yeah. This uh, is... Any other highlights or want to get into how this thing not really plays. there's there's a lot of enchantments some of the enchantments um there's no oblivion ring but there's um banishing light which is when it enters you can exile a non-land permanent sure until right. it leaves play there's yeah. a lot of control elements like that yeah and there's just a lot of enchantments you play enchantments just to control the board or to stop other people from doing stuff and then you just poop out all of these spirit tokens with him yeah. That just get massive whenever you whenever you cast enchantment spell. They each get bigger and bigger and just kill people. Yeah. So I imagine uh, you know in in the other decks, there's going to be other cards that kill enchantments. There are a few. Yeah. Um, so one one good thing is that they have a lot of cards that target non-land permanents. Okay. Which just means that you can target creatures or enchantments or artifacts. Yeah, so yeah. it's fairly diverse with their so answers. The, they're probably balanced across. So you're talking about the metagame earlier on. Yeah. This little mini metagame yeah, of five is, decks here is. It's a fairly balanced, balanced metagame between these decks. Oh, that's which cool. is good because this is, this is probably better for a summary, but these are, in my opinion, probably the best pre built commander decks that they've released so far. Because right, cool. none are intrinsically better than the others. As they have been in previous years. Although, speaking of that, we're about to rate them. Where does we are where, about to rate them. <laughs> where does call, well, no, no, you're about I'm to rate them. I'm about to rate them. Right. Lyle, where does Call of Spirits come on your chart of one to five? One being the best, yes. five being the worst. On my completely subjective scale. Yeah. Where, I, do you rate, where do you rate Call of Spirits? I place this one at number three. Number three. That's okay, a good place to road. start. All right. What do we got? Number, the second one. Seize Control, Matt. 
seize control. control. Oh, this go. is blue. Here we go. There we go. I can see where this is going. All right. Right. Okay. So the commander for seize control is Mizix of the Is Magnus. Yeah, don't you love cards? As correct enough. Like he is right. a character from Ravnica. Oh, Ravnica. Okay. So he's a legendary creature, as they all the commanders are. Goblin Wizard. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell with converted mana cost greater than the number of experience counters you have, there's that word again, experience counters, yep. you get an experience counter. Instant and sorcery spells you cast cost one less to cast for each experience counter you have. So this, to me, sounds like a bit of a, like a, like a bargain bin. You know, Has it, it got the caveat of cards can't cost zero or anything like that? Or can you no. cast... You well, can... they, they have to... No, well, as long as they have coloured mana cost, you still have to pay the coloured mana cost. Oh, okay, yeah. So, right. like, if something costs four so, and sorry, red, then that, you have to pay red. The, uh, yeah, colourless, it reduces mana. it by. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So, um, yeah. All right, what have we got, Lyle? What this is, is where I try not to reveal too much bias. <laughs> yeah, we, we know where it's going. You already said uh, blue. It's You're red, just gonna... blue. Yeah, Come right. on. <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing. It push. It, I really like how it pushes... Um, playing instants and sorceries in a different direction because usually you just play all the really like tiny ones okay. and just do all this really non-interactive magic where you just like don't look at your opponent and yeah, yeah. search for your best card and then play it and then kill them or whatever. Yeah. This guy encourages you to play more expensive instants and sorceries and in fact rewards you for doing that. Okay, yeah. By making them cheaper. Yeah. So um, it also reduces the costs of spells with X in the cost. So if you have a fireball, for instance... Yeah. I hope everyone knows what Fireball does. They, at home they do? <laughs> yes, they do. So it's X and a red to deal X damage to a thing oh, yeah, or sure. whatever. A card like that. Mm-hmm. If you say, okay, I'm going to cast this card for five, you say that I'm declaring X as five, then it reduces the cost. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you just get that yeah. big hit for, but for less. it still costs that much, so you'll get an experience counter. Yeah. So if you have six experience counters and you cast a Fireball for six, you'll get a counter because you yeah. paid seven mana for it. Sure. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, what are the highlights in this deck then? There's a lot What's of music's got for us. There's a lot of pretty exciting cards in this one. Some of them aren't really don't really work in the deck, unfortunately. There's Ethereum Horn Sorcerer, which is a card that was only printed in I think it was one of the Plane Chase sets. Yeah, I've never even heard of that card. Well, there you Ethereum go. Ethereum Horn Sorcerer. Yeah, he's a six mana something something, probably a four four. <laughs> right. That's it, coming for the facts, right? Yeah. yeah. And he has, uh, when you cast him, you cascade. So you reveal cards from your library until you reveal something costs less than six and you cast that for free. Right. A card's just really cool. It yeah. also has the ability for three mana to return him back to your hand for one blue red to return him back to your hand. So you can just keep on doing it over and over. Yeah, yeah. It's you really the cool. End of the battlefield effect. But it doesn't really work in this deck. Right. Unfortunately. Has this, this deck got any uh, new cards that are, are worthy of mention? It has probably the best new card in it. Yeah. And that is Mizix's Mastery. Yeah. Which does? Which does. Sorcery. It is a sorcery. For three and a red, you can exile a card that's an instant or sorcery from your graveyard. Yeah. And then for each card <laughs> exiled this way, copy it for free and cast it. So once. Yeah. But the reason why it has it worded in that really convoluted way is because instead, if you want, you can pay eight mana, which is five and a red and a red and a red, to do it to all of the instants and sorceries in your graveyard. Oh, I see. And the commander 
He reduces the cost. That's a huge go. That's yeah. one of those so it is. It's amazing. <laughs> That's one of those really dumb moments. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Your commander reduces the cost even for um, alternate payments. So you can pay this eight mana and it gets reduced by how many experience scanners you have. All right, cool. Yeah. Wow. There's um, an interesting card in this one is actually really terrible everywhere else. It's called Firemind's Foresight. Okay. And it's a seven mana instant, yeah. a five and a blue and a red. And you can search your library for an instant that costs one, one that costs two, and one that costs three and put them all in your hand. Usually this card is horrendous and you should never play it. <laughs> yeah. But in a deck like this, you can be casting it for three or four mana. Okay, so it's three or four mana to draw three cards. At yeah, the to very get worst. three good cards that you want. Yeah. That You can get cards that have X in the cost because X is zero when you're searching for okay. them. Okay. So you just get like this fireball and then next turn massively fireball someone. Yeah, yeah. It's, you've mentioned fireball a few times. Is that it's because it's just deck? my it's my go to X spell. I don't think it is in no, this. No, it is. It doesn't look like it is. But this does have two of my favorite cards in Commander. Yeah, just Stroke of Genius and Blue Sun Zenith. Give us a run through those. They're then. both essentially the same thing. Yeah. Um, for three mana with Stroke, it's two and a blue, and with Blue Sun Zenith, it's blue blue blue. And X target player draws X cards. Okay, so you can you can play this in your group hug. Thing. You can play it in a group hug. Or you could play or it aggressively. Or you can give someone an almost literal stroke by making them draw their entire library. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Because if you're reducing the cost by like nine or whatever. Or a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> play it turn one. You're just like, I'll yeah. play this one card, draw your deck. All right. You lose the game. I'm starting to get the vibe of how this is fun. You know, you yeah. the, like the big stuff, the big silly things that This can deck happen. has probably the most big stupid stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll say... Just one more card from this deck, yeah, even sure. though I could say more, but, you know. Yeah. Um, no. Okay, just one more, one <laughs> more. Sorry, I have to decide. Yeah. So there's a card in here called Epic Experiment, which is... If you oh, know, yeah, I if, yeah, remember this one. If you know what Epic Experiment is, then yeah. that's probably the first thing you thought of when you saw this guy. For X, blue and red, you can exile the top X cards of your library. Yeah. So however much you paid for the spell. Yeah. And then you can cast any instant and sorcery... F- from there, from that pile for free. Yeah. So, again, you get one of these wow. massive turns where you just, you epic experiment for like eight or nine and then just cast all these ridiculous spells, kill all these things, draw all these cards, bounce all these creatures. There's just no end to it. Yeah, and it says like there's 15 sorceries and 23 instants in this deck. Yes, so there is a lot. You will not run out. It's yeah, built right. for a card like that. All right, so it's blue, it's red. Where does it rate on the Lyle? Easily number one. Easily number one. All right. I should so pretend that I have to think about it. But I really don't. Maybe we should have put, put that one in the fifth place. But anyway, uh, we're on the <laughs> Plunder the Graves yeah, map. Plunder the Graves, which is black green. The um, legendary, the legendary creature, creature the is Marin of Clan Neltoth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all know Marin. So, <laughs> whenever another creature you control dies, you get an experience counter. I'm starting to see a theme with the legendary creatures. It's all yep. about experience counters. This at, time around it is, yes. Time, yep. At the beginning of your end step, choose target creature card in your graveyard. If that card's converted mana cost is less than or equal to the number of experience counters you have, return it to the battlefield. Otherwise, put it into your hand. Mm-hmm. She's two of Swamp and Forest, and she's a 3-4. Yep. Yeah, 3-4, so she's the strongest of the... Yeah, she is. She's the biggest so amongst far. them. Well, so yeah. far. Okay. 
What does Plunder the Graves hold for us, Lyle? This is the reanimation deck. Yeah. That I, yeah. This one, is, this one is real good, actually. I love everything about reanimation decks. Yes, you should. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Which, gets, which leads me into the next deck, which we'll get to in a minute. Yes, we will. <laughs> Plunder the Graves. So this one focuses a lot on sacrificing your own creatures rather than just having them die yeah. to natural causes. A lot of the time you're sacrificing them for effects. For a benefit, yeah. So there's cards like Sakura Tribe Elder, which is just a two-mana one-one that you can sacrifice to go get a land. Yeah. Like, whatever, that's fine. But with your commander out, if she has two of those experience counters, you can just do that every turn. Yeah. You just get a land every turn, no worries. Another one is Wall <laughs> of Blossoms, which is just draw a card. Yeah. It's fine. But, if you have, again, if you have two counters, just put them back into play. You didn't highlight Lot Left Troll. I did not highlight oh. Lot Left Troll. Lot, lot Left Troll and uh, Slitherhead. Would that you was, like to talk was, about them? Well, I'm not to granny. I'm not a card talker. I'll go on. <laughs> I, that was just, you know, like in, in my reanimation deck from back in the day. Yeah. And I'd been playing Magic for about three and a half minutes at the time. Yeah. I just loved those two cards. And then I would call upon another card when I was just crawling through my grave for cards. Yes. And I would cast cards that I, oh, I didn't even have... Mana, mana cards for right because it was just like you know the, the cards I had was just like go grab a card from your graveyard yeah. and you're like put, sure. it, on, put yeah. it on the battlefield you go yep I'll go pick this one which is a you know it's a red white card and I'm just playing black green but I'm playing it straight to the battlefield so I don't need to pay the cost for it and that was so much fun yeah yeah and Lotleth Troll was part of that and still the Red was part of that well that's it this this deck uh, benefits a lot from you having cards in the graveyard it uses them in different ways yeah it benefits from you sacrificing creatures or having them die yeah. Which is just, it's really great when you can turn something that you're usually really upset about into just like cards, just <laughs> non-stop cards. Yeah. So is it is it more for like see, vampires and stuff do that kind of thing, but there's none of those on there. It's um... There are some vampires. There are some new vampires in here, actually. I don't remember what their names are or what they do. But no. there are some old ones like Butcher of Malakir. Which is whenever you sacrifice, a, whenever one of your creatures dies, everyone sacrifices a creature. Yeah. So you're there yeah. sacrificing your own creatures just to do things that yeah. you want to do anyway. And every time you do, everyone else loses a creature. Yeah. Just if you like being cruel, this is the deck for you. Yeah. Well, was it? That's. Oh, don't say it like that because I was like, <laughs> I was warming to this deck as well. Being cruel is something that you can do. <laughs> Another, so we've gone through all the highlights. We've got a few more. Oh, there's heaps. Yeah. There's just there's a lot of cards that do things when they die and ones that when um, they do that things when they enter. So acidic slime. That was everybody's favorite. Acidic at the time, slime is it? amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How just, big does that card get? Especially. So I suppose in this deck, can you just end up like? Well, you can you can have a redundant amount of experience counters in this deck because it's just every time one of your guys dies, it doesn't need to be bigger than the previous one or whatever. It just gets more and more and more and more. Yeah. So it's completely conceivable for you to have like 10 or 15 or just an arbitrarily large amount yeah. by the end of the game. So you can start recurring your acidic slimes. You can start re- recurring your massive vampires, the seven mana ones and everything. All right. It's really good. So this, this deck just rewards you for your, for your creatures dying. Yep. And then allows you to just bring everything back. And like you say, so the more counters, experience counters you earn... The then bigger the thing you can bring back, the bigger th- yeah. yeah. That, and even if you can't, crazy. it is. And even if you can't put it back into play, you get it back to your hand, which is really yeah. good. So All you right. just you always get a card. Plum of the graves, it is for me so far. Where do you rate it on the Lyle Commander 2015 scale? I put this one at number two. Yeah, yeah. two. That's good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> if there were no red blue deck, then it would definitely be number yeah. one. 
Uh, there's something about reanimating. It seems so chitty yeah, and nasty yeah. that, you know, it's it like, oh, you killed right. my guy. No, I'll get him back or I'll do yeah. something with it because he's dead. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy that. However, one of the cards that I used to bring back was yes. Gisela oh, in my uh, um, old reanimation deck, which makes an appearance in this next deck. Gisela is a good choice of a card. is called Wade into Wade Battle. Wade into Battle. What it's have we got your Boros Red White. Uh, that's a way how I associate it anyway. That was correct. The uh, legendary <laughs> creature is a giant soldier called Kalemne, the disciple of Oroas, which, again, is uh, from Theros. Theros, yep. So, you know, one of the Oroas being one of the uh, gods. And it's a two red-white with double strike vigilance, Okay, which is pretty staple for that for that set, actually. That's the Vigilance and Double Strike. I think it was fairly common. Whenever you cast a creature spell with converted mana cost, five or greater, you gain an experience counter. Kalemne, Disciple of Oroas, gets plus one, plus one for each experience counter you have. And it's a 3-3. Three, three. Yes. So it gets bigger. It does get bigger. Yeah. doesn't seem to have an effect then onto the rest of the deck. It's just it talking about your, elite, your, um, your commander. Yeah, so this is the one that I don't really rate very well. <laughs> yeah. But we're down to the final, to four and five, so you'll have to find out where I place it. Yeah. We'll the come in last place, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> the bad thing about it is that it does force a restriction on you, similar, similar to how the other ones do, but it doesn't really reward you for it. And the restriction is that you have to cast creatures that cost five or greater which you probably don't really want to do a lot of. Commander is the format to get away with only casting creatures that cost heaps. Yeah. Right. But even so, it doesn't have trample or anything, so like I can just block it with like my 1-1 one, one plant token or whatever, as long they as I can do that once a turn. down somewhat, though, because he's got double strikes, so even just one experience count is worth two power, two toughness. Yeah, that's true, but it also doesn't... It, it gets stopped by just any creature. Two power, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets blocked with any creature at all. Yeah. You can just stave off death from him forever <laughs> quite easily as well. Okay. So what have we got? What are the highlights in this deck, then? The highlights are Gisela, Blade yeah. of Goldmad. <laughs> this is a real good card. Yeah, I right. I believe this one costs seven, probably. Yeah, I can't believe how expensive it was when I went Is back and I looked at it. Is it seven or eight? I don't oh, remember. I can't remember. It's, it's got this... a bunch of red and white mana symbols and then a number next to them. Yeah, I played so. this card so early on in my Magic playing career uh, that cost, you know, probably at the time, costs just were irrelevant. It's yeah. just like, I want to do this awesome thing. I think it's and, four um, white, red, red. Well, yeah, you tell us about what, what right. it does and everything and I'll get so, the cost up. It's not worded this way, but basically what it does is whenever anything does damage to you, or something you control, that damage is halved. Oh, and whenever okay. damage is dealt to anyone else, that damage is doubled. Yeah, so Gisela, Blade of Gold Knight, is four, a mountain, and two planes for a 5-5. Five, five. Oh, She's around. got yep. flying and first strike. Yes. If a source would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent an opponent controls, that source deals double that damage to that player or permanent instead. And if a source would deal damage to you or a permanent you control, prevent half of that damage rounded up. She's yep. insane. She's insane. She's really awesome. She's an absolute angel. If you're planning on buying this deck, just make Gisela is also legendary, so just make her the commander. Yeah, just, right. I was going to say, does that? She seems you know a lot more better value than, yes. than the than the current. She is. You also commander. you don't really need to build around her, I guess. But this guy, 
has a theme around him, and that's just casting big creatures. And, and all of these the decks have themes. So. Kind of thing, yeah. so that's it would, that's happening. It would be pretty terrible if they released decks that were just like a good commander and then just a bunch of like chaff behind them. Yeah, sure. But so. does that mean that the... the, the the um, commanders have been rewritten for the purpose of command. Oh, these these are all new cards. Okay, all of the so commanders are brand new cards. Okay. Yes. So can you just so you could do that? You could you've got the regular size Calamity Disciple of Aroas. Just yep. switch it for Gisela and play Gisela. Yeah, just you. play Gisela if you want. Wow. You have all the red white cards. Yeah. So you, you can just decks ready to go. You, you can just, just play, play her and kill people with her. Yeah. Right. Oh, the other thing. Um, the reason why I think that this card is like could be good if it had trample is because even though you start on forty life yeah. in commander, if a if anyone's commander does twenty one damage to you or more, then yeah. you die from that. That's right. So you're right. yeah. So there's an alternate win condition that's tracked by the commander. If he does that much damage to you, then you die. Yeah. So essentially, Gisela's doing ten. If a source of a yes, that's correct. Nice. On her own, she's doing ten damage when she just hits someone. <laughs> Straight wow. away and first strike too. So. And obviously, if you have um, if you have Calumny, Cal- I don't know how to pronounce his name. If you have him on the field, all of his damage is doubled as well. So yeah. if he's a four four, he'll be doing sixteen damage. Yeah, yeah. Wow, man, you can get well. But I'm still just yeah, about that nutty. legendary rule with getting yeah. Gisela to do twenty one points of damage. It's, it's not very difficult. Yeah, I know, like three hits <laughs> happens very quickly. Yeah, yeah. There are, there are actually a couple of other good cards. There's two notable cards yep. in here. One of them is Sun Titan, which oh, okay. is just a really good card. It's a card you should be playing in Commander if you have a white deck yeah. most of the time. So 6 mana 6-6 six, six with Vigilance. And when it enters, or when it attacks, or and when it attacks rather, you can put a permanent that costs 3 or less from your graveyard into play straight away. Okay, right. So, like, it lets you put back in your, like, fetch lands if you have them in your graveyard or lets you put back your small creatures or your equipment or whatever you have. Straight to the battlefield. Yeah, just straight away oh, into wow. the battlefield. It's really good. Nice. I missed all the titans. I, didn't, I wasn't playing yeah. at that time. The other good card, which is... The, what I really love about this whole set is that they've just put in all of these actual old dumb cards that I really, really like. <laughs> yeah. That... I can't convince anyone else to play ever. You kind of sold Commander as that was the whole deal about it, it is. anyway. It's amazing. It's like, let's just get a whole bunch of dumb, yeah. fun cards and stick exactly. them in So you might deck. have to look this one up. This one's called Desolation Giant. Right. And it is. Oh, it is. <laughs> you want me to look up that quick? Yeah, go on. Desolation Giant. Okay, well, what, <laughs> what's the... Is that in this deck? Yes, it is. Okay. It All is right. a very, very old card that they have... Looks like it. I can see the artwork. ...for some reason reprinted. You probably have the old frame there as well. So it's um it's a giant creature. It's uh two and two red. It's got a a kicker. Yeah. So so when you play it white. you can pay an extra white white two, if yeah, you want. Planes. But you don't have to. So when Desolation Giant comes into play, destroy all other creatures you control. If you paid the kicker <laughs> cost, destroy all other creatures instead. So you're paying the kicker you're cost. Either, yeah. <laughs> you, you are. Otherwise, you're, yeah, you're probably doing yourself into a corner. It's just one of those cards where it's like, why would you not pay the kicker? I, yeah. don't, know, I don't know why it was designed to be like that. <laughs> it's a four-mana three-three that kills yeah. four-mana three-three that kills all your guys, or it's a six-mana three-three that kills everyone else's. Yeah. Well, it doesn't right. kill everyone else's. It kills everything except itself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. all other creatures. Yeah. Oh right. So it wipes. It wipes board. the board and, the board three, and three leaves rampant. you with him. Yeah. yeah, I just really like this card. It's one of my <laughs> it's one of my favorite cards, but not for any good reason. Yeah, but just the, because the whole kicker thing yeah. entertains you. 
So seems silly. What would stop you from paying the kicker? Like, what circumstance would do you think it would be an opponent who has the benefit of where they can pull things out of their graveyard? Would that would that stop you from playing? No, I have would make no idea. Oh, gosh, <laughs> All right, so the only thing I can think of is if um, you play a card that lets you take your opponent's turn. And then you, acting on their behalf, cast yeah. their desolation card. Right. And don't pay the kicker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But or that's but that's only putting interest. yourself at a disadvantage by playing the card. Yeah, you should right. definitely keep it in the deck though, because it's cool. <laughs> All right, where does uh, this deck uh, rate on the Lyle scale of? It's a very very far number five, unfortunately. Oh, is it? Yeah. Bottom of the pile. Okay, so Lyle's tip is don't buy that one. I wouldn't say that. No, no, no. You can get a Gisella. Yeah, you can get a Gisela. Gisela's pretty cool. I uh, know, but that's the thing. Like, if you're if you're into this commander, then go for it. It's not my thing at all. Yeah, I know. Well, that's that's it. And we've got to take into consideration your biases and things. Yes. <laughs> and there's, and there's an out there. You can play Gisela as your commander. Exactly. And, and from there. All right. Swell the host. Swell the host is a green blue. And it, I would like to point out before you get into this, I've made no lurid jokes about Swell the host in this entire podcast. I might admit that I considered it for the intro, but I didn't. Back to you, Matt, with Swell the Host. <laughs> All right. Something stands out to me straight away, and before yeah. I even get into the card, and it's that the character, the artwork, reminds me of the the anime uh, Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. It just looks like the the uh, the, the Titan character. It's ironic for delayed. a it's ironic for a deck that wants you to play very small creatures. Yeah, the, so, the, this is a it's ironic one. that Matt's describing the artwork on a. Or, or well, podcast. you can look it up at home if you're near a computer. Yeah, yeah. If you're going so I'm going to read the character or... now. It's uh, Azuri. <laughs> Azuri. Yeah. Yep. Claw of Progress. The legendary creature is an elf warrior. Whenever a creature with power two or less enters the battlefield under your control, you get an experience counter. At the beginning of combat, on your turn, put X plus one plus one counters on another target creature you control, where X is the number of experience counters you have, and it's a 3-3. Three, three. And it costs two, two, a forest, and an island. Yeah. Now, this sounds like the other card flipped. This, you know, with the, yeah, somewhat, yeah. With the, with the power yeah. cost. Okay, this one sounds cool. I can get into this one straight away. Yes. So instead of playing massive creatures, you obviously want to play a lot of creatures. It only cares about power, so yeah. you can cast expensive creatures that only have two power, which usually means they do something cool. Yeah. So you can cast walls, essentially, and then boost, but then pump them up? Yeah, if you want. Yeah. I mean, they, they still I mean, can't yeah. attack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it just has... It runs a lot of just cool cards that enter and do a thing. Like, a lot of them enter the battlefield and let you, like, draw a card. Yeah. Or look at a couple of cards and then keep some of them, put the rest back. So you just, like, dig through. And then eventually you can make just one of them huge. Yeah. Or make a couple of them huge. Okay. I don't... I wish the ability on the commander was something else other than just make one of your guys big. He can't put it on himself either, so he only makes one of your other creatures really big. Right. At the beginning of your combat on your turn, put X plus one point counters on oh, another yeah. target creature you control. But okay. if you like playing cards and doing stuff, <laughs> that's not really the best selling point. But, but you've got 100 yeah, cards to get through. Yeah, exactly. And get your good ones. card counters start ramping up. Mm, they do. So you can be banging a fistful of experience counters onto a real weenie and yeah. he can come in super large, right? Exactly. It'll get to a point where you cast something like, um, there's a card in here called Mystic Snake, yeah. which is for one green, blue, blue, and flash. So you can cast it whenever you yeah, yeah. want, basically. For like a 2-2, two, two, 
that when it enters, you can counter a target spell. Okay. It's real good. So, like, okay. you might play this snake, counter their spell on your turn, make it a 8-8 eight, eight or a 9-9 nine, nine yeah. or whatever, and just bash in, just dumb bashing. It does oh, yes, a really... Playing it at the end of their turn or playing during yeah. their turn to stop something, and then you've got, yeah, like yeah, an 8-8 eight, eight just guy. sitting there yeah. <laughs> that they didn't know was coming. So it does a, it does a really good job of both getting you to play all of these really nice small creatures that let you draw cards or get cards from your graveyard or whatever just do all this tech stuff yeah and then you just bash in with a big dumb one as well it's, and you, it does both very well and you're going to be able to generate numerous experience counters each go because as your mana gets high and you've got all these weenie cost yeah. cards hopefully if they don't cost too much you'd be i'm casting this i'm casting this i'm casting this well there's experience counters yeah. all the way right Man, that one, this one seems dangerous. This one is very interesting. And obviously it comes in at number four on the it Lyle does. scale. It so you're not that <laughs> impressed by it. <laughs> it I'm, not, I'm not as impressed as I am with the other, yeah. with the other ones, so but the, it is very good. These four, the top four are a very, very close top four. Yeah, because this one seems amazing. So yeah. if they're coming at four, I put fourth place. What other cards have we got in there, Lyle, that's uh, worthy of note? Um, uh, Commander Staple is available on this one and no other ones, apparently, called Solemn Simulacrum. Yeah. This is a four mana, just four mana. Yeah. Two, two. When it enters, you can get a basic land from your library into play. Yeah. And when it dies, you can draw a card. Okay. So it's a two, two as well. So it's, it gives you experience counters when you cast it. And it's four mana. Yeah. Yeah, That's pretty good, isn't it? It It's pretty good. Yeah. Something nice to do. Yeah. And that's it. A lot of these cards are just like nice things to do. And then you hit them with a huge dude. <laughs> yeah. So you have a beautiful wander through the yeah. meadow and then you torch it and burn like, everyone oh that was in it with you having picnics. Um, this has an interesting equipment, which is brand new. I think it's only in this one as well. It's called Scythe Claw. Yeah. Which and is the theme of the uh, whole yep. claw, claw theme. <laughs> All the claw themes. Well, this guy Azuri's wandering around with a massive like lobster claw in yeah, his hand. Yeah, that must yeah. be it. Must be the sky claw. It's the claw of progress. Oh. The claw of progress. This is what we're here. So where's he? Where's he from? What set? Azuri. Um, he is from Mirrodin. Mirrodin. Uh, that fits in with the whole sort of metallic. Yeah. 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 The old okay. one was like renegade leader or something. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So this has a new mechanic. The card scythe claw. It's a four mana artifact, probably, that I th- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I think equips also for four. Yeah, this all sounds correct to me. Right, and the equipped creature gets myriad. Yeah, myriad, myriad. is a new mechanic that they made just for this set. All right, so far just for the set. How it works is whenever a creature with myriad attacks an opponent, yeah, you copy it attacking for each other opponent there is. So. If there's three, if there's four players in the game and you attack someone, yeah. then you make another two copies to attack the remaining two players. Oh, okay. Cool. So the same guy isn't going around doing yeah. it all. Copies yeah. of him are doing it. All right. So the, the cool thing about, um, about it in this deck is that a lot of your creatures have things when they enter the battlefield. Yeah. So like, like I said before, a lot of them let you draw cards or whatever. So they all enter and you just get to draw two cards or whatever for no reason. What happens to the in myriad? What happens to the copy after after battle? Does it stick around? No, they're exiled at the end of turn. Ah, okay. Yeah, That's a shame. But still, yeah, it's still real them. good. Yeah, and yeah. myriad is, I think it is. Don't quote me on this. It is one of those mechanics that stacks. 
So if you have a creature with myriad, myriad, then you'd copy it twice oh, for each other okay. player. Yeah. Yeah. Judge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. All right. So Swallow Host comes in at... At number four. Number but four. But very close number four. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. All right. So before we close up, uh, the, we've covered myriad. We called the experience, we've covered the experience counters. It was Confluence cycle that was, oh, that was yeah. the other thing that was kind of new in we didn't this really release. mention any of them unfortunately no no we didn't so these are very ex- well they're not really very expensive i think they all cost five all right whatever they all cost an amount of mana and yes <laughs> like, let's describe them and they are modal spells which means you have different choices to make with them and you have three choices with each of them and you can choose any mode more than once so for example the blue one yeah Surprisingly, goes for the blue one. It's not on the back of the card. <laughs> it isn't, but I think I remember it. No, right, gone. Are you going to look no, it up later? Knowledge. What is it? Um, it is called Mystic Confluence. So, for five mana, it's an instant, and you yeah. can choose any of these modes one or more times, as long as you choose three modes. It's counter-target spell, unless it's, unless it's controller pays three. It yeah. is... Um, Next one is return a creature to its owner's hand, and the last one is draw a card. I've seen this card once in my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> just so everyone knows. Says. He's not wrong. All He's right, not wrong. good. Well, that's good enough Correct. for me. Yeah, so this, this is probably it's the most exciting one to me because it's blue. Yeah, so right. someone casts a spell, and you can counter it and draw two cards. Or no one casts a spell, and you just draw three cards. Yeah. Or someone has this huge threat on the board, and you're like, how am I going to win the game? Oh, I'll bounce him and draw two cards. So how, how rich have they gone with these? Are there, is there a couple in each deck, or is it just one? There is, um, I think there's only one in each. Yeah. We, but I have not double-checked. Didn't but do that research. Yeah, I should have done that research. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. But the cool. blue deck definitely has the, that card. the general vibe. It's a, it's a choice sort of thing. Yeah, it is. And it's all really right. cool because a lot of the modal spells don't let you choose the same thing twice. And these ones do. They give, they give you a huge amount of flexibility. Yeah. And they're pretty good. I, I reckon they're probably some of the better cards in all the decks. All right. I'm going I'm gonna stick with my, uh, my plundering of plundering the graves. That's, that's David's number one pick, so that's probably definitely the wrong choice. Uh, Lyle, you're obviously in for the uh, Seize Control. Yes, I am. Surprisingly, I think that's what blue players have been saying since the beginning of Magic. Matt, have you got a favourite? Oh, I, I really think, despite um, him being... Bad-mouthing it. Yeah, yeah. Being a little bit of a, um, a, a cruddy Negative. leader, a commander... Yeah. Um, I think wait into battle gives <laughs> other options in there. Yeah, all so, right. Well, you talked about Giselle. You haven't taught us well, have you? We've gone for. Oh, no, no, but I that's, went, that's, I went for three that's great, though. People yeah. are picking the one that appeals most to them. There's, yeah, yeah. No, there's no one that is just strictly intrinsically better than any of the others. Oh, well, wait in the battle's great because it's got that Gisella thing in it. It does have Gisella. Fantastic. I had a look as well on the back, and there's also this, what, another option stood out, which was. And Matt's um, still in his red phase. Anya, yeah. the yeah. Merciless Angel. So it looks like either of those two, Gisela or Anya, can yeah. step in as, so as they, suitable commanders. They usually, um, with these releases, they usually give you one or two alternate commanders that you can use for the deck. Yeah. They're not as good as the original ones, but you can just sub them in and do something. What does she do? <laughs> so, <laughs> she's uh, on the back. She's awesome. So what Anya, does she do? A uh, legendary angel. Yep. Flying. How much does she cost? Like a billion? She's uh, three red white. Okay. Um, Anya Missless Angel gets plus three plus three for each opponent whose life total is less than half his or her starting Ooh. life total. 
And as long as an opponent's life total is less than half his or her starting life total, Anya has indestructible, indestructible. for 4-4. And why didn't the battles so. go Angel of Serenity yeah, in there as Yeah, it has well? all these cool angels, but yeah. it's just really awkward having to wait to cast them. <laughs> can you get there, though? True. Can you get the mana to you can. cast them? Yeah? Yeah. You can. It's difficult. Is the it just attitude. takes a while. The tone of you the don't voice get you're to... using is like, you, you can cast them, but... You're not gonna. You don't really. Lose. You don't really get to do anything for a while while other people You're are having fun. You're seriously waiting until turn okay. five before. Well, yeah, turn five until you can get start getting experience counters. So yeah, that's that, true. You know. But that's only for using uh, Kalemni as the yeah. uh, commander, which we've decided we weren't going to do. Anymore. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> it's yeah. it's either Gisela or the other one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> All right, good one, man. All, All right. right, I'm pretty pumped about this now. Cool. Oh, also just. As a side note, all yeah. of these decks come with a card called Command Tower, which is specific to this format, which is oh. it's just it's a land that comes in untapped and taps for any color in your commander's color identity. So it's just really good for fixing your mana. It's better than a basic land. You can only have one of them. It also comes with Soul Ring, which is a card that's banned in Legacy. Okay. Which is one mana, taps for two mana. One mana taps. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. That's insane. So both of these cards are... When did they think up that card? Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Both of these cards, there's a couple of others as well, but those are really, really good in Commander. They're basically staples and they go in every single Commander deck. So these new ones come with them. So if you don't already own a copy, then yeah. there's your copies of both those cards. Happy days. So when they're talking about the... And I'll run on the front of the box there, it contains 15 new magic cards. Yep. They're not drawn from any of the previously printed sets. They're, they no, are they cards are. created specifically yep. for Commander. Absolutely brand new mm. just for this set. And they can only be used within Commander? Then they don't become Cards that are legal. released in things like Commander and other supplementary products. We might get into one day, but we're not right now. Yeah. The only other formats that they're legal in, apart from Commander, is Legacy and Vintage. Right. So Legacy has access to all of the cards from here, but they might not want to use them all. Yeah, yeah. And they don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but that was one of the big problems with the earlier Commander decks, is that it's an, it's an avenue for them to release cards for Legacy without adding them to Standard. Right. Right, so they can print, like, stupid powerful cards, like True Name Nemesis, yeah. which is... Well, just when it enters, you name a player and you have protection from that player. It has protection <laughs> right. from that player. Sorry, I'm not playing with you anymore. So you can't damage it? It sounds like a table flip. Yeah, it is. It completely yeah. is because it's a 3-1. So I'll just go home then. It's a 3-1 that you can't block or target or damage, <laughs> which is just dumb. Anyway, the bad thing about that is that that one card paid for the entire commander deck, so you couldn't find it. Oh, in yeah, in right. anywhere at all. And anyone who did have it in stock upped the price by like 20 or $30, which is just really bad for something like this if you have to do that. Good Games would have done that. We did sold it straight up. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> good Games. Good Games would have done that. Good Games didn't do it for the first like month. There you go. That's a good month. That man. is a good month. It was a great period. Month. Yeah. All right. Let's get back. Let's go blob now and come back. Need some twos where we've got some guys actually commenting on their favorite commanders. Ah, good. And, uh, yeah, we can reflect on that. Also, some big news for the short term and a hint of bigger news ahead. Back after this. Needs and Twos! Welcome back for Needs and Twos. Loads of stuff going on here. Now, I can't get past this. This is uh, Good Games Cannington, December the 19th. So you're getting ready for Christmas. Santa Claus is coming. And here they are running a uh, foil world wake 
Good Games Premium event, which means on December 19th, they've got an entire set of uh, foil worldweight cards that are going to be drafted by the top eight who are going to finish in this tournament. Now, the highlight of this is that uh, one Jace the Mind Sculptor is in that set, and he'll be foil and most likely drafted by the number one player. But, um, yeah, you've got a whole foil set, a set of foil worldweight cards going, including Jason Mindsculptor, which is nuts. So get them to that, December 19th, if you get any kind of MTG skills. So Matt and I will be at home wrapping presents, probably. Yeah. It's <laughs> worth a try That's for right. a foil, Jace. You just right? luck your way to the top. It was that, 700 bucks or something? 700 like US as well. Yeah, yeah man, that's nuts. <laughs> All right, uh, so Lyle. Yes. Uh, we posted earlier on in the week talking about MTG Commander. Who I saw you, that. What do, yeah. Uh, what do we say? Something about, oh, we mentioned something about Paul Kite on the show. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> just skip past that. Yeah. What's, what's your favorite commander? Uh, and we got uh, a couple of people who responded. Um, one Aaron Graham. Let's get him out of the way first. All right. <laughs> He's chimed in. Instead, you know, nothing about radio silence from the Sevenland handcast. But uh, before I stopped playing Commander, he said, oh. "I dearly, truly loved my Maelstrom Wanderer and Rune of the Hidden Realm decks." Oh. And then Frexian and Jester MVP in both of those. Yeah. So what's he talking about? What's 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 how's he trying to play? Do you know? Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. I've forgotten the name of the first. Maelstrom Wanderer is Maelstrom the first Wanderer, one. Maelstrom yeah, yeah. That is the good one of the two that he mentioned. Sorry, Aaron. And Rune of the Hidden Realm. Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Maelstrom Wanderer, what's Maelstrom that Maelstrom Wanderer is insane. Yeah. It is a eight-mana creature yeah. for a 7-5. Yeah. It costs five and red, green, blue. Yeah. And it has Cascade, Cascade. So and that's what you were talking yeah. earlier about... Um, do you remember yeah, it? Being able to do it twice. Uh, cascade. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Reveal you, cards from the top. Oh, from the top of your library. And then um, until you find yep. a trigger card. Uh, just trigger? Un- just until you find something that costs less than the card that you cast. Okay. and then But you get to do it twice. Yes. With yep. this card, you get to do it twice. Yeah. Right. So you just... It doesn't even matter. You just have good cards in your deck. You so get all the colors that you said there was like... Um, red, cool. blue, green. Wow. That's so it's real good. For... And he costs eight. So you can just have all of your huge fat creatures and potentially flip them off him. And yeah. all of your creatures have haste when he's in play. All right. And it's three color cost as well. Yeah. It allows you more variety in your overall deck. Yeah? Completely, yeah. Oh, the more okay. colors you add, obviously, the more um, the harder it is to get your mana right. Yeah. But with a card like this, it's How what's he doing with Frixin and Jester? I don't know Any what idea? he's trying to do. <laughs> right. He's very keen on it. We'll have to ask him when he comes bin, maybe. Um, anyway, all right, so we had, uh, that was Aaron, so breeze past that. James Berriford, he said frav- his favorite commander was Bladewing, Bladewing the Risen. Ah. Because who doesn't like Tribal Dragon Reanimator? Yeah. See, Reanimator, told you, that's where it's at. Not even that, not Plum even that, just that, just Dragon Reanimator. Yeah. Doesn't that just sound cool? It does. Yeah. There should be a movie So right this, is, this is the guy who probably knows all of the Elder Dragons names, who was upset with me before. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, we look forward to your complaint soon, James. That's Lyle. Lyle yeah. Anwar at Seven Land Hand. That's been in the Bladewing. I keep getting Bladewing confused with the other one. Bladewing, Bladewing is risen. like seven mana for five black red. Someone might need to look this one up. Yeah, go Because I'm going to get this one wrong. Yeah. Hang on. Bladewing the Risen. Bladewing the Risen. So I know he costs a stupid amount of mana. 
And so then it sounds like he's red. doing, oh, it spells it out, tribal dragon reanimator. So yes. he's um, pumping up his dragons for having more dragons. So that's kind of, that's a bit Dragons of Takia style, isn't it? Sort of. Yeah. A lot of the older yeah. red and black dragons in the earlier sets are really, really cool. They just always have... The they, same sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. They all have real unique effects, and he's probably running a bunch of them. So. He's got three, three, two black, two red. When Bladewing Risen comes into play, you may return target dragon permanent yeah, card from your graveyard to play. And then if you pay well, black and a red dragon creature... Gets plus one, plus one until the end of the turn. That's so from what you've described, that sounds like old school EDH player. That's, that's what's Maybe. going on. I mean, I hope so. I hope that's what's going on. Elder Dragon. So, yeah, yeah just your black gets all of your um, dragons in your graveyard one way or another and your and reanimates them as well, obviously. No more Elder Dragon than and the ones that are good. already in the grave. Yeah. Can't get older <laughs> than that. <laughs> all right. Mark, that's a good one, though. Mark Bird, who did have a rule as well for us, but um, we've skip past that maybe oh, we'll come well. back to it he's talking of favorite commanders this is this is mark bird talking now not me talking of favorite commanders for now i'll go tribal with sliver overlord and ah. drana calastria blood chief in respective flavors of slivers and vampires now i'm with him on the vampires but yeah have slivers ever been good do they find a home in commander they do find they find their perfect home in Commander, right. and this is exactly what I was talking about. How the format means completely different things to different people. Yeah, this guy's got a huge thing for tribal. Well, slivers when they and came back, really everyone was excited, but then they fell everyone flat. was excited and then upset because yeah. they only affected your slivers, which is a much better design choice. Yeah, but. Obviously, people are just like, that's not the way it used to be or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there are like hundreds of slivers. Yeah. You just choose the best, like 40 yeah, slivers or whatever. I can't see a downside of that because there sort of their, their abilities, yeah. they affect each other's, each other sliver. Yeah. So when they come into play, everything changes exactly, yeah. on your side of the it board. It sounds awesome, right? And yeah. it is awesome. As long as someone else isn't playing a, a sliver deck. It's even better. It's even better. <laughs> we can get their benefits as yeah. well. All right. So the, the, only, in the, the only downside to a deck like that is that you have to play bad slivers as well to a certain extent. Yeah. Just yeah. to make up the numbers? Yes, a lot of the time. But <laughs> you do get so many awesome effects and it just every game is way, way different with a deck like that. Because sometimes all of your creatures have double strike and they're massive. Other times you yeah. infect a guy to death. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just sometimes so diverse. Like a death touch. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. I like the idea of that, actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool idea. You have to play all five colors, yeah. but it's worth it. Slivers is a really, really fun deck to build. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, now I can't go past it now. Yeah. Mark Bird, again, contributed rule number one of EDH. Don't be a dick until someone else has been a dick first. <laughs> I saw that comment. Are you on that? <laughs> this is about right, isn't it? Well, so, I'm usually initiating that, so... Yeah, all right. Yeah. So Lyle is the dick. So don't be a dick unless Lyle is playing. Unless I'm playing. And then yeah. aim for me. That's usually what happens, actually. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah, as of next episode, Matt, you'll be here for this one. Lyle, you've been helping yep. us out with this one, but you're going behind the scenes. I have. I understand. All right, uh, we've got something big and exciting to announce on the next show, so listen into episode 55. Uh, yeah, this getting be, old. This will be cool for you guys. Yeah, well, five days from now, it's our two-year anniversary. November 23rd Woo, for yeah. those that are never on that. That's a streamer. Uh, so listen in episode 55. This will be cool for everybody. We're just hammering out the details behind the scenes at the moment. And, oh, that's right, yeah, I realized during the week that we've got an executive producer. But I didn't know this until he had a birthday and I read his Facebook account. <laughs> I'm not saying who this is. Any guesses? No? No? Uh, uh, no. Okay. We had a birthday recently. 
Oh, it's it's the meat axe. He's an oh, announcer. Uh, yeah. He's been there from the beginning. Yeah, seven hand yeah. favourite there. All right. Uh, so yeah, keep your comments coming in. We'll send you out a hyper magic nerd badge if you haven't already had one. And um, anything else you want to say, fellas? What have you missed? Have we done it? Oh, I think we're pretty much done. Huh? All right. Well, let's blob and go home. Yeah. All right, that's it. That was Commander, everybody. Oh. I'm pumped. I'm going to be playing yeah. Plunder the Graves from now on. That's my starting I hope, my starting I hope you enjoyed that little taste into the world of Commander. Yeah. And I hope you get excited by all of these amazing things that you can do. I hope Riley format. isn't disagreeing with everything you've said <laughs> from far nah. afield. Anyway, thanks for coming in, Lyle. That was good. You yeah, were solid. You. you arrived. You came oh. in when you were asked. You said, yeah, here. I'll be here. And you yeah. showed up. Uh, Matt, <laughs> That's thanks just for a coming. Notice. Short no notice, like it's just about. a decent thing to do, really. It is the decent <laughs> thing to do. You know, I don't know who can we say would be doing an undecent thing, Paul. I mean, I no. Let's so, not name names. Let's not name names. But you no. can see on the Facebook. Never mind. Yeah, Never no. mind. <laughs> just go and see who wasn't here after everyone that was announced. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Paul. You'll be back, right? You'll, you'll come and help us out. He's Mister Yu-Gi-Oh. We're going to do Yu-Gi-Oh. He's going to teach us Yu-Gi-Oh. We thought Commander would be tricky. Yeah. At, least we, at least we know what magic is. You go with your, your tens of thousands of points of oh, life. And, uh, hey, man. Paul's going to school us on that someday. So, yeah, thanks for coming in, Matt. Late, late notice. No, yeah, 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 I think he got out of work and found out, hey, you want to come do a podcast? <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Uh, cool. Uh, all right. Well, that's probably it. All right. Well done. All right. Go be geeky. Good night, everybody. Good night.